the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's calling, wake up, child. It's your turn to shine. You were born for such a time as this. Such a time as this. And you're there at the judgment. He's not going to ask you if you're a good person. Wait, God's not even going to ask me if I'm, he's not going to weigh out my good word. He's not going to, no, nothing. We don't know how it'll go down, of course, but do you have the blood of Christ on your life? Have you repented and believed in the sacrifice that I allow to happen on the cross? Believe in that and you will be saved because that's the only thing that makes you good. Either you have that or you don't. Well done, thou good and faithful servant, or depart from me. I don't know you. Nothing about good works. Does that break your heart? Thank you for joining us here at Westside Christian Fellowship, located in Leona Valley, California, one hour north of Los Angeles. Today on Regaining Lost Ground, we hear the fourth part of this uplifting message from Pastor Shane titled, Failure is Not Final. Let's take a look at both scriptures, Romans 8.1, which says, Therefore, there is now no condemnation at all for those who are in Christ Jesus. And Romans 8.28, which says, And we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to His purpose. Listen now as Pastor Shane expands on the truth of these verses and points out how we may trust in God's living word always, that we may put our faith in the Bible's breathed out word and be set free by the power of his Holy Spirit if we would repent and believe in Jesus today. You can hear the whole message at Pastor Shane's YouTube and Rumble channels. Make sure to subscribe today. For more information, visit us online at westsidechristianfellowship.org. We also encourage you to hear more truth from Pastor Shane with the Idleman Unplugged weekly podcast. And now, from Westside Christian Fellowship in Leona Valley, California, here's Pastor Shane Idleman. Nine times out of ten, anytime Pastor Abraham over the last three years, like, I haven't seen such and such in a while. Nine times out of ten, guess what? They've fallen. They went out that door, and they're not coming back. And so we reach out and just encourage, hey, don't even just get back on track. Love to see you. But that's how the enemy works in the life of a believer. But now the witnesses are resurrected. See, I told you. I told you failure is not final. There's always hope when God is on the throne. I just, I don't know. This just... Maybe I'm, it's like a kid sometimes. I get excited like about Christmas, people do. But I get excited knowing that... God is on the throne. There, it's not, thank, can you imagine? Can you imagine if we're reading a Bible, if we're reading a Bible that talks about God and the enemy being equal and we don't know how it's going to end up? Oh, can you imagine? But we know who sits on the throne. We know who is sovereign. There's nothing to worry about. Yeah, you might get sick and, and die or you might get in a car, but God is sovereign. God is sovereign. We have to remind ourselves that because fear comes in, doesn't it? 
You guys know I don't like to fly, but I have to. I especially don't like to fly after oceans, over oceans, because I think I'm crashing and a shark's going to eat me. That's how I think. I'll do it if God wants me to do it, but that's how I think. I'm just telling you. You don't, t- some of you are the same way, you know. I think I tell you too much stuff, don't I? Now I have to get serious again. Now after three and a half days, man, the breath of life from God entered them. After three and a half days, the breath of life of God entered them. And I was reminded back in Genesis when man was nothing. God just created him. And the Bible says that he blew in him the breath of life and he became a living nephesh. What's nephesh? Soul. Hebrew word for soul. N-E-P, I don't know exactly, but, or F maybe, but he became a, see, it's nothing until God breathes life into you. And that's what you need to tell uh, people who are not believers. It's it's dead men walking until Christ blows life into you. Well, you want to get into ministry. You want to be involved in something. Make sure God blows life into you. And then great fear fell on those who saw them. So unless you can move the scripture around, and some people do, it appears that that witnesses, and that's why it's hard for me even to say the witnesses are like the church or the witnesses are some other than two people, because it's pretty clear as you read the context that there's, there's witnesses. They were dead. Now you can read into this that God revived the church and, you know, but we know that they are revived. So they're dead and God revives them. And God can revive physical and spiritual life. God can revive both physical and spiritual life. That's why we do believe, we are a church that believes if God wanted to, He could raise somebody from the dead. Can He? I don't know, it could be me, but you know, it's more impressive to know about Pluto and Mars and Saturn and the sun than to raise somebody from the dead. Like if he can do all that, I'm pretty sure he can speak life back into those cells or the heart that has died. And so he gives life, but he also gives spiritual life. And some of you need to know this. Maybe you're on a ventilator right now, spiritually speaking. Many Christians are on ventilators, spiritually speaking. What is a ventilator? What's it do? It helps you breathe. You're, you're sick. You're not walking in the fullness of God. You're not experiencing that abundant life. And that can change this morning. How? Repent! How? Repent! Say, God, I'm sorry. I want to be renewed. I want to be revived. I want to cut out these things that are cancer in my life. I want to restore that broken relationship with You. Breathe into me the breath of fresh life this morning. That's why David said, he's still alive. Create in me a clean heart. Renew a right spirit within me. Breathe life. The prophets would say, oh God, revive us again. They're not dead. They weren't dead. He's talking, he's talking about living people. Oh God, revive us again so that we can walk around disgruntled and bitter and worried and fearful. Revive us again so that we can rejoice in You. Rejoice in You. That's how you get your joy back. 
You see, those people with bad attitudes, they, they just don't have the joy. They miss the joy. And you know them, right? Oh, here comes such and such. Oh, my goodness. Let me just strengthen myself. You know, just walk like, what's that thing on Charlie Brown? That little, it's just get the joy back. You want to shake them? Get the joy back. Repent. Forgive someone. I don't know what's going on, but you do. God, God shows us what's wrong with us. Don't you like that too? Nobody can say, you know what? It's been five years. I don't know what's going on. God's not, I'm just, I'm, I'm dead. The things of God are dead. I have no joy. I don't, I don't know. God's keeping a secret. No, we know. We know. Search my heart, Lord. Let me know if there's any wicked way in me. I want that, rejo- that, that joy again. Now here's the key. It's up to you to follow the instructions. We don't have a problem with knowing. We have a problem with doing. That's the key. That's the key. I'm going to be releasing the book I told you about on, the, on fasting and even helping people you know, re- reset their, their lifestyle because health is being a big deal right now. I don't know if you've been following the obesity epidemic and even in our kids and the healthcare system and the disease. And, 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 and I'm going to let, let them know and you know that we don't have a, a, a knowledge problem. We kind of have an idea of what to do. Right? Apple or Snickers bar? Mm, come on. Raise your hand, Apple. Half of you think a Snickers bar? I didn't say what you like better. See, that's the problem. That's the problem. The flesh is dominating. We don't have a problem with how to. We have a problem with want to. Getting that motivation back again. And that's one great thing about fasting. It will reset that motivation. King's stomach has to bow to King Jesus. And you begin to put those fleshly desires at bay. It's incredible. I'll change gears because I know that's a hard topic. Right now, during this season. January 1st, you'll all be ready for it. New Year's resolutions. What's the top New Year's resolution every year for years? We know. Yep, 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 we know. Did you know how, let me, rabbit trail, why most New Year's resolutions fail? And I saw this because, I mean, you know, I worked at, at the, in the gym industry. We saw it January, the church, it's packed for the first two weeks. Well, yeah, there, I mean, there's a lot of different reasons, but just to, just to help you in getting ready for the next year, number one is always, a short-term answer doesn't fix a long-term problem. Never. You see, anybody who is in shape, many of you are watching Gary Brecken now. He's a friend of mine. He helped Dana White. and He's got videos all the time. They're, they're blowing up. Uh, what he does, Ben Greenfield, Peter Atia, uh, the, 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 Dr. Huberman on the neuro, neuro, uh, uh, neuroscience I think he's at Stanford. Talks about God. All, and all these guys, no one does is, 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 is fulfilling their calling, taking care of their body, who goes on a diet. It's a lifestyle. It's not perfect. Hello? I had some good chocolate dipped in peanut butter yesterday. 
Don't worry, it's natural cacao with peanut almond. It's okay. It's, it's actually fine. I, not, no, I'm not convicted, so how dare you? But see, that's the problem. That's the problem. Oh, let me try this for two weeks. You've already failed. Now I'm going to do this for 30 days. and You've already failed. It's a lifestyle of commitment to taking care of this trillion dollar gift that God has given you. That's what it is. Ready for number two? Buckle up. It takes time. 30 pounds in 30 days. Mm -mm. Unless you're water fasting, but it takes time. Set yourself up for the year. Not, oh, by February 1st. No. No, no, no. It takes time. It takes time. The cells and the mitochondria and the, the APT converting energy and, and everything takes a lot of time. It's the long haul. Oh, it's been, I've, people say, it's Shane, it's been a month. I've been doing all this and nothing. How do you know what's not going on the inside? Oh, your inside is, is getting much better, much more healthier, detoxing. You're, 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 you're going in a good direction. Don't gauge it by the scale alone. And don't look at Instagram for the love of God. Right? I mean, Rock is close to my age, and I don't look like that guy. But there's a lot of, you know, help. But don't compare. Long haul, don't compare. It takes time, and it's a lifestyle. Is it not a lifestyle? It doesn't mean you're perfect. doesn't mean you can't have that eggnog. Just don't have the eggnog and the Dunkin' Donut and the Starbucks pop and the Chick-fil-A and the In-N-Out burger and then stop by AMPM for this enchilada thing and then go by here. It's just, it, that, I talked about it yesterday. I don't know when the podcast will come out, but actually the definition, the definition of gluttony, if you do research, they used to talk about this a lot actually in the church. The definition of it is, is consuming more than your body needs. So I need a certain amount. I'm satisfied that's good, but nope, here comes gluttony. So something that was good now becomes sin. I know, why can't I stop at five o'clock? I have to go have more. Right? Because it's, it, well, uh, yeah. You guys are getting me way off track here. I was, this was a powerful message on the witnesses and the, and now we're on health and fitness. Now after three and a half days, God breathed life into them. And they stood on their feet and great fear fell on those who saw them. Do you have the fear of the Lord as well? Folks, we need to get the fear of the Lord back. And the church I saw over, over the years, you know, if you go back, many of you will understand this, but it's almost like we've apologized for the fear of the Lord. Have you seen that? I mean, back in 50s, 60s, yeah. But then it's like, oh, no, no, God, the grace, God's grace. Don't worry about that. God's not angry at you. God. Yeah, he's, he, can, he can get angry. Seven things I hate, thus saith the Lord. Hands that shed innocent blood, feet that are swift to running to evil, one who sows discord among the brethren. Watch out, gossipers. We don't go all the way to that side. We have the grace and the mercy that balances us, but the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of understanding. Those who fear the Lord will do great exploits for Him. Their fear of the Lord is, is powerful. It's incredible. The right kind of fear. When you leave here today, and you'll see that little dip, right? You can't really see any car. Are you going to drive on the other side of the road? 
You get a pass. Of course, why? I fear there might be a. It's good. That's a good fear. Thank God for that fear. Fear of snakes when you go walking. It's a good fear, isn't it? Because you know, let me. This might be a good illustration. I wasn't. I was going to. Hopefully, I remember it, and I did. A couple weeks ago, I went, and it's November, right? There's no snakes out. I'm going up in the aqueduct. I'm kind of just, you know, I'm like, oh, too late, too late. Right by like a 12-inch little baby, whatever it is. And they, they have a lot of venom. I'm like, I wasn't even looking. It's November. Paul said, walk circumspectly all the days of your life. Watching, because he looks, the enemy looks for opportune times. He got, I'm, now I'm not tying this into the devil, of course, but my, like November, there's nothing out. I don't need to watch it. I don't need to worry. Watch out for those times when you think, I don't need to worry. The devil's on vacation this week. There's a reason that old saying says, idle hands are the devil's workshop. And they heard a loud voice from heaven. So all these people are watching. They heard a loud voice from heaven saying, they heard it. Oh, I'm sorry. The witnesses heard it. And the witnesses heard a loud voice from heaven saying, come up here. And they ascended to heaven in a cloud and their enemies saw them. So God raised them up. God raised them up. And I believe said, come up here. No doubt for the whole world to hear, right? God didn't have to say that. He could just... But come up here, showing what he's doing. He, he often says things for the benefits of others. Did Jesus have to say, Lazarus, come forth? He said, I said this so you would know. Come up here. And then that same hour, there was a great earthquake, and a tenth of the city fell. In that earthquake, 7,000 people were killed. And the rest were afraid, and they gave glory to the God of heaven. The second woe is past. Behold, the third woe is coming quickly. Guys, don't play games with God. Is God shaking you this morning? Is God shaking you this morning? Look to Him. And remember, triumph through tragedy. As a believer, you can triumph through tragedy. I don't care what the tragedy is. You can triumph. What is triumph? Finish strong. Victory. Well, Shane, you don't know what I just heard from the doctor. Well, I do know what God's Word says. And of course, I don't say this often to people. I've just thought for my own personal life, you get that bad news, let's say, and it's it's not looking good. Well, I'm going to go be with Jesus really quick. I don't know how that's a bad thing. Now, of course, fear from a human perspective, right? I'm leaving four daughters in California. Yeah, fear comes in, right? At least let me make it for a while, Lord. Right? That watchman, that prote- but God's a protector. God's a watchman. And a son, of course, for you who don't know. But you can triumph no matter what the news says because God is the one guiding you. And then there's seven trumpets, and I could stay here a while, and that's why I didn't know where to end this sermon. Um, and I want to hold maybe keep going next week because there's, there's so much, and I don't, I don't like to just get through it just to get through it. And then you miss a lot of the, because um, a lot of what I just said earlier, 20, 20, uh, 20 minutes of that was not in my notes. I know that's shocking. <laughs> but I do want to end with, um, and only, again, I'm going to pick up right where we left off next week. So that means you need to be here. 
to hear that. Let the fire of God be here that weekend as well. But I want to show you something, uh, and it'll tie in even better for next week. I just don't want to leave it out. If we can put up the chart, or not a chart, but it talks about Hindu, Scientology, uh, the different religions uh, out there. It's probably towards the end, Kim. Sorry, I'm fast-forwarding through. But um, And we're going to get to why this is important next week. But the bottom line was, all people who repent and believe have access to God. There's no hierarchy. And it's going to tie in again with, with next week. But it's, it's so important because did you know that the Hindus have a caste system based on ritual purity? The more pure you became, the higher up you were closer to God. What about Scientology? Did you know you can work your way up the spiritual ladder? Even many Muslims, they'll tell you, they do divide it into two categories. Direct lineage, those who are directly descendants and have always been and those they convert, correct? Often, how do they convert them? By conquering them. And that's another big distinction with what Muslims believe in Christianity. We both proselytize, but it's, it's, it's one's in love and giving people a choice. The truth, the other is through the sword and conquering, and you have to. And they also have stages as well. And what they look, up, look upon people as. And then four stages of Buddhism. There's a stream into her. Moa, you're entering into that stream of the divine. And there's a once returner. You're coming back. And then there's a non-returner. You're not coming back. You're not as holy. And then there is one who has gained true insight. True insight. And that's what they believe. That's why I use those words I can't pronounce. So you can look them up. But with Christianity, all of us are the same. Did you know that I'm the same as every brand new believer on the planet? God's like, well, now, now that guy's special. He's a pastor. Now, Billy Graham, that guy, boy, he's, boy. And people said this, and it's funny that I, I can't, I bet Billy Graham's mansion in heaven is going to be, actually the word mansion if you, if it actually just means a dwelling place. I don't, don't get too excited on 24,000 square feet with the swimming pool. It's, it's God, Jesus said, when I go, I will create a dwelling place, that's the actual word, for you. And then Creflo Dollar, and people say, you know, mansions and give me, give me a thousand and all this stuff. But anyway, um, let's take that out of the edit, right, Matthias? I already see you. You're going to remind me. So uh, that's good. Conviction, right? And so he, he's going to make a dwelling place for all of us. We're all equal. We're all equal before God. That's why Paul said there's no Greek and Jew and male and female and slave and bond. And there's nothing, Christ Jesus, they're all equal. That should be encouraging to a lot of people. The encouraging that, that all of us are called children, children of God. And I want to read a quote. Have, have any of you been following, and maybe you don't, I just, I just, because I grew up with these people and they're my age, uh, Shannon Doherty. She is on her final with cancer and, and she came out and just this week and she said, I'm not afraid of death. I know where I'm going. I think I would be afraid of death if I wasn't a good person, but I am. That just breaks my heart. Can you imagine the millions of people when they, oh, oh my my final breath, and man, I'm a pretty good person. And you're there at the judgment. He's not going to ask you if you're a good person. Wait, God's not even going to ask me if I'm, he's not going to weigh out my good word. He's not going to, no, nothing. We don't know how it'll go down, of course, but do you have the blood of Christ on your life? Have you repented and believed in the sacrifice that I allowed to happen on the cross? Believe in that and you will be saved because that's the only thing that makes you good. 
Either you have that or you don't. Well done, thou good and faithful servant, or depart from me. I don't know you. Nothing about good works. He's calling, wake up, child. It's your turn to shine. You born was to town as this. He's calling, wake up, child. It's your turn to shine. You born for such a time as this. Such a time. You've been listening to Regaining Lost Ground with Pastor Shane Eidelman. You can find more information at westsidechristianfellowship.org. That's westsidechristianfellowship.org. And for all the latest on what God is doing with His ministry here, please be sure to follow us on most social media platforms. Westside Christian Fellowship is located 60 miles north of Los Angeles in Leona Valley, California. Thank you again for listening to today's message of Regaining Lost Ground, where we are reminded daily, times change, truth does not. Regaining Lost Ground is sponsored by the generous supporters of the ministries of Westside Christian Fellowship. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.